you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Dear Aki, what does swagging you mean? David, football, football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi, hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. But you know what? I don't even know why we call it the Dave Damashek Football Program when we're doing an episode like we're about to jump into. People have really enjoyed these so far. We're going to continue doing them for you for at least the rest of summer. Is that right, Emma VP? I'm not sure what. It's the Q&A. You give us the Qs. We give you the A's. And when I say you, I mean if you're a fan, if you're a player, you just heard the voice of Los Angeles Charger, Corey Legit, asking a question to one of the two people seated to my left here in Studio 66. The question was directed at Ike Taylor. I'll, uh, I'll start with you there, Ike. Corey Legion asks, what is swagging you? You used to always say that on the Monday Night Football promos. Ike Taylor, swagger. That was my intro. <laughs> Ike Taylor, swagging. That was swagger. my intro. What's it mean, though? Man, that means swagging university. So swagging university is being you, mm-hmm. having personality, mm-hmm. not letting anybody change who you are. So either you accept me or I'm moving on. That's swag you. But you got to be very confident in yourself. Like swag, you ain't for everybody. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people want to be other people. No. If you want to be somebody <laughs> else, you can't come to swag you. You got to be Dave Damashek. Miss Colleen got to be Miss Colleen. Ike got to be Ike. Miss Emma V got to be Miss Emma V. And we're going to leave it like that. If you try to be anybody else, it ain't going to work. 
I like it, and I hope that answers your question, Corey, from Los Angeles. Let's say hello also to uh, to the other person here in 66. You just heard her name all over NFL media these days, talking on Total Access, talking on podcasts. Talkin', here, there, talkin', everywhere. Talkin'. It's the wolf. What is up? Colleen Wolf. Hello. That's the poop, hello. <laughs> Nada, happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, before we jump into the people's questions here, actually, well, somebody did uh, ask me in honor. I guess it was, uh, you know, what it, I not uh, I guess I know it was my birthday this past weekend. Right. Thanks to all who reached out on the Happy uh, social belated media. Birthday. Thank you, Sydney Crosby, Matt Murray. Uh, Bro, they you, all remembered. Gino Malk, fifty-two. Yes, that's 52. that's what I am now, Ike. And uh, but uh, they gave me my fifth Stanley Cup. All I ever wanted was one. Now it's an embarrassment of riches. I have five of those. I have my six Lombardi trophies. Yeah. Must be hard. It's, it's a lot. Fast. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough coming from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Listen, boy, that was boy, y'all spoil, boy. <laughs> y'all, you're you're a part of it. Yeah. Boy, y'all spoil. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Thanks in part to you, Ike. Thanks for uh, helping out with those couple of rings you gave us. That's well, a spoil city. <laughs> Pennsylvania's a great state. That's no all question. I'll say. No, now west of the state. Mm. You would think the left side, but you would think the left side of the East state would start sinking side. into West Virginia and south because it's so heavy with all the championship the, the, trophies on one side. All that gold. Yeah, I know. All yeah, that. it's weird. Do they have any gold over there on the west side? They won. I think they won a title like once in the last half century or something like a that. A title. Look, there's been championships. Maybe not like Super Bowls and things, but we have championships. Oh, they got the moral victory. The Phillies won a World Series. When? Like, uh, 2008. Oh, then after that? Um, that's it. That's that's yeah. the last one. You won Stanley Cups before you uh, – the Flyers won Stanley yep. Cups before people – Sully says the Philadelphia Soul won last year. <laughs> oh, my God, that's right. Oh, Good job, about Sully. Indoor Jaworski? football. Yeah. Jaworski, did, he got to a Super Bowl. That's how far he I'm talking. But isn't he the owner? That's Jaws' team. Yeah, With Bon Jovi, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's Jaws' team. Philadelphia Soul. Soul. So, hey, what, before what we – Soul, S O U L. Arena, arena. I'm just playing. I knew what it was. <laughs> I, I used to commentate for the Pittsburgh Power. Did you really? What? Yeah, I used to commentate for the Pittsburgh Power. Oh, we got to dig we up those have to. I love it. Yeah. All right, you know what? Let's jump in on a question here. I'm going to do something birthday related in just a second. But first, here's our first question. Like I say, submit them to us. Hashtag DDFP. We'll track them down. You can do it via Twitter, Facebook, and beyond. We'll start off with Facebook. And Teal Van Hovel asks, uh, yes, the, the Czech Republic knows no borders. We, wow. We cover the big blue marble all the way around. Teal Van Hovel says, he's always been curious, did receivers become receivers because they can't cover and hit, or did corners and safeties become DBs because they can't run routes and catch? Or are both true, Ike Taylor? Oh, man. I, you always hear the one about DBs that yeah. they can't catch, but I've never thought about it from the other side. Well, receivers – First of all, they divas. Yeah. One. Second of all, you got to have an offense in order to have a defense and vice versa. You got to have – you got to play defense to have offense. So, it's just like anything else, man. Is Football, and this how I look at it because now I'm into boxing, is just like two guys boxing. So, defense got to counter what the offense does. Offense got to counter what the defense does. So between the cornerback and the receiver positions, we like to say cornerbacks are the best athletes on the team. Now, being the best athlete, you're going to be short of something. 
and it's usually hands. Hmm. But did you ever want to be a receiver? No, I used to play running back in okay. college. And the reason why you're probably short of hands is because you're too busy covering and the receivers work on catching all the time because that's what they do. Now, when you get a Richard Sherman or a Pat Pete or a Marcus Peters who played receiver when they was in high school, now you see why them boys catching them. Who would be catch. a good – would Des Bryant be a good cornerback? I'm trying to no. think. I'm, ru- I'm running through in my head the wide receivers who, would ma- who could make that transition. Not at all. It's, it's hard because – Antonio of, Brown? No. It's hard because of the body types. You, you got to understand, receivers aren't really thin. Who would make a good cornerback would probably be a body type A.J. Green because hmm. he's long, he's okay. slinky, he's thin. Usually your corners aren't thick guys. If you, you t- y'all talking about receivers, those guys built a little bit different. They're thicker guys, muscular guys. Corners aren't that muscular. You know what I'm saying? Maybe your safeties or your strong safeties are a little bit muscular, but your cornerback positions are built like an A.J. Green. Yeah kind of guy you can't put Julio at the receiver I mean the cornerback position you can't put a B at the cornerback position uh if, if you want to look at it Antonio Cromartie is, is built like an AJ Green oh yeah that's a good call mm-hmm. he, he's built he's long he's lanky so and that's a big corner but look at your Brill Peppers I mean where where is he going to be do you think in the NFL safety Inside the box mm-hmm. kind of guy. Guys guys who thick on the outside, they don't last long. Yeah. Because the guys on the outside, from the offensive standpoint, they're more agile. And it's more reaction. So if you're a thicker-bodied guy, it's hard to react laterally. If you're a smaller-bodied guy, hmm. you can react that faster. That makes sense. Laterally. That really does make sense. Um this one comes from Ed Kersey, and it is the aforementioned birthday-related question. I've talked about this in the past here on the show. What's the all-time best birth date? I was born on June 11th. We ain't got to say it, man. I just, well, I, listen, Ike, I know birth- you're prideful. but Happy I w- birthday for like the seventh time. Thank you. It's, I mean, it's nothing Check, to celebrate it. This <laughs> no, it's Do you sad. want a birthday cake? No, Check, I, no, 52? I, all right. 52, I guess. You got to say 52. 52. 52. <laughs> 52 is what I am now. <laughs> I've always said I think that I must have the greatest birth date. And I've looked of, it up now and I have my that. list. Here, Well, who has the best birth date? Let's figure this out. Also born on 611, Joe Montana. Maybe the greatest quarterback of all time. Okay. Vince Lombardi, maybe the greatest coach of all time. Damashek, maybe the greatest broadcaster of all time. Without those three, there is no football. You understand? Without June 11th, there's no football. Ooh, you got Peter Dinklage, too. Peter Dinklage. Maybe he's going to sit on the Iron Throne. I'm going to sit back and wait till you're done. All right. Gene Wilder, the most underrated comic actor in history. Who else do we have? You got any plans this weekend, Ike? Hey, hey, let me me know when you finish, though. (laughs) Also, one more, Jacques Cousteau. He rules the sea. Check. There's there's fake Aquaman. Jacques Cousteau is the real Aquaman. Yes, Ike. Check. Yes. My birthday lies on May 5th, right? 5-5. Five, five. Oh, that's good. What, Cinco de Mayo. And what you doing, Cinco Appropriate. de Mayo? Appropriate. What, what, what the world does on Cinco de Mayo? Swagging. What, what they He's do? got you. What they Cinco do? de Mayo is a what, great birthday. What, what do you do on Cinco de Mayo? They have a nice party. You be yourself. Oh, All rules get thrown out the window. Yeah, okay. swagging. I didn't know that yeah. that's what happened. No, no, right. no, no, no. You be, you be your best self. 
that's that's right. that's what you do. So we got <laughs> so we got Adele. Yes, we, we got seven Adele. tequilas always equals uh, best self. No question. Always. No question. And, and nobody's gonna judge you. You have Adele. And I didn't even know we had Chris Brown. I'm looking like, damn, we got. Don't look at it, man. We got Hannah Jeter. Oh my! The most gosh. beautiful woman I've ever met. In we person. have it, and, and you know I know Brooke Hogan. Brooke Hogan. You know I know Hogan. her. Okay. But then I look at it. I look at it. I look all the way at the top where it's highlighted yellow. Ike Taylor. Lord have mercy. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> might. I mean, that's, that's, I, I don't nice think you share a birthday with. I him. think Chris that's Brown and Adele have you beat, maybe. But you're in the top five most got famous me people beat. from that. It's pretty good. It's a great Henry word. Cavill. Is that how you say his name? I have Cavill, no idea. Superman. Brian Williams. How you said it got me beat? I said some of them did. My, my name is at the top of this list. Next yeah, Carl Marx. Cinco de Mayo, it's father, no competition. The father of communism. It's, it's a lot of people who can't wait to May 5th come around. What is your favorite political system, Mike? What? Ooh. Communism. <laughs> what? <laughs> Karl Marx. Oh. Colleen, I'll, ter- I'll direct that question to you. Oh, also, like Tammy Wynette, your favorite country music singer. I love My Tammy. birthday. I love Tammy. January second. I do. Comes at the end to. of everything. This so everybody fair, has already started their New Year's resolutions. Everybody is broke. Everybody doesn't want to go out anymore. Nobody right. wants to drink. Nobody wants to go out to dinner. It's sort of like, and and in Philadelphia there was usually an ice storm as well. So I definitely am not, not in the running for best Not usually best any birthdays. playoff games to look forward to Never. in Philadelphia. No, Tommy th- Morrison. You, <laughs> I know. Tay Diggs. Right. You know who else, though, I looked up? Bryson Tilla, January 2nd. Bryson? That's a pretty good one. That's the best you got. You got Cuba yeah. Gooding Jr. He has uh, an Excuse Academy me? Award. Okay. okay. Sweet Pea Whitaker. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just between between you and Miss Colleen, we just saying okay. I'm Not sorry. between like, anything. I have Montana and Lombardi. Oh, and I also didn't mention Adrian Barbeau. Bro. All right. Barbeau. Adele. Adele Let's just settle Trump's, it. Adele Ike Trump's wins. Every, thank I you. completely disagree. Emma VP, you break this tie. I actually have to go with you, Sheck. Montana you. and Lombardi. Of course. Yeah, from Adele? a football perspective. Adele's has some great But Cinco power. de Mayo, you have a built-in you party you on do? your birthday every built year. I gotta get, you're right. I was thinking just about this. We're thinking of the, pe- the The date itself. Is the date itself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we have the man above just on our understood. side. Right. Great. Next question comes from Rickard Olson. Why are we going to the next question? You mad? No, Emma VP gave it to me. She's the final vote. I win. She put that thing in reverse. Yeah. I, I did change my mind. Yeah, thank you. Just cut that part out. <laughs> uh, Rickard Olson on uh, Twitter asks, uh, the Ravens are still after Eric Decker. Of course, they already have Jeremy Macklin now in the fold. If that happens, would you rank their offense close to the Steelers and Bengals or still behind the Wolf? I'll start with you on this one. Um, Still behind. I, I like Mike Wallace actually really surprised me last year. I feel like he was the pun for a while of so many different jokes and he actually had a great year. And then you have uh, Brashad Perryman Who's, who I mean, in the second half of 20, if you were paying attention, yeah. you, you finally started to see, Oh, that's why they Those were the flashes that, that we and had been big. waiting for. That he's huge. Switch. So we had that rookie year that was marred by injury, but we saw his potential last season. And I love that. And having Jeremy Macklin on the team, that's great. I mean, the chiefs weren't, aren't really a passing team. So I feel like they didn't really get to utilize him as much last year. I know it was a down season in 2016 for Jeremy Macklin, but 2015, was awesome for him. So if he can have that same form with the Ravens next season, 
Yeah, they're they're starting to be a little bit better. Their wide receiver core was yeah. in a complete mess before this. So if they get Decker, yeah, that's great. Well, the Bengals add Ross. They get Joe Mixon. To, uh, obviously, they go along with A.J. Green and don't sleep on Tyler Boyd working that slot now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a pretty interesting mix there. Who does have the best AFC North offense, Ike? Let's say they do have oh. Eric Decker, best possible. Still, still wouldn't matter because it all boils down to Flacco. Like, we're talking about these good receivers. Like, Flacco wasn't Flacco – until he had Ray Rice. So he was the check down king. Every blue moon he'll throw deep to Torrey Smith, and he'll catch you on a deep one. Then at the same time, he'll check down to Ray Rice, and Ray Rice, him one-on-one with linebackers or safeties, he'll make a miss. Then you get a hot Anquan Bowen who – Pretty much ran the whole playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think Flacco went 11 for zero. He threw a lot yeah. of jump ball. 11. Flacco threw a lot of jump balls, and Bolden consistently came down with those. Every time. Yep. It was, Every time. It was quite so, a show so, he so put on. Then you get the guy that we have now who's working for us, Steve Smith Jr. Yep. He's a pit bull, a dog mentality, meaning he's not scared of anybody. So we can talk about all these receivers and everybody revamping themselves when they go to the Ravens, but it starts with Flacco. I, I, I agree with you, and that would be the tiebreaker for me. We can get uh, we, we we can get excited about the shiny objects arriving in Baltimore, Cincinnati, Always. and Pittsburgh. That's what the offseason is about. What do you What do you really? So, what's the tiebreaker? Who's under center? It's a quarterback league, as they say. Who do you want? Roethlisberger, Dalton, or Flacco? Obviously, seven's the answer there. Yeah. That's why I would say that Pittsburgh ultimately has the best offense. Right. However, Roethlisberger has not played his best ball the last couple of years, so he he specifically needs to kind of get back to the form we saw. They did the top 100 yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. He was 22 on that list. I haven't seen Flacco nor AJ. Yeah. I think he I think Andy he's, Andy Dalton I mean I think Roethlisberger is one of those guys who is respected within the league more than he is outside you I don't think, think so? fans Hands acknowledge hands down I think the I think totally the players agree. know Roethlisberger is a is a distinct talent even surrounded in an era with Breeze Peyton well, he Brady, tests it out Rogers. and then he'll let you know about it too so. <laughs> I don't think that's much of a secret either <laughs> gets a good laugh out of Ike there that was a, that was a good one there I'm not gonna disagree. <laughs> Hey, let's hear from a guy who's coming into the league, now going to be a part of a nifty one-two punch there in San Francisco, along with Carlos Hyde. Here is uh, Joe from San Francisco with a question. Ike, are you better than MJD and Madden? Because I've heard some stories. So I just want to know the real answer. Joe Williams out of Utah Ooh. asking about uh, about the Madden game. Yeah, MJD beat me in Madden. I'm, what are these stories he's hearing? I'm, I'm, I'm not – yeah, I know, right? Like how This is what Maurice does with his free time? Leak out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that good in Madden. Because I don't play anymore. I'm a Call of Duty kind really? of guy. So, yeah, but Madden, no, not at all. So, yes, he is. Um, all right. Uh, next question. Do you, play it? Do you play any games at all? No, I'm tr- I got a, I got an, a, a, a PlayStation 4. He, and play, he played Russian Roulette. Russian Roulette. <laughs> With the kids. I, I know. It's like <laughs> – Come on already. Let's. When's the sweet relief coming already? Everybody's like, yeah. enough with Damashek already. Please, we get it. That's what you did for your birthday, right? Yeah. About <laughs> to have another one on the way. <laughs> Shame the devil. Like, shame the devil. <laughs> but you mentioned Antonio Cromartie. I'm coming for his crown if, uh, if he's wow. not careful. Obviously. Mattias uh, Vasquez on Facebook asks, what's the, uh, the big <laughs> – <laughs> Mattias asks, what's the biggest animal you think you could take in a fight? Colleen, I start with you. I mean, I'm pretty small, so it would not a bobcat? be. bobcat? No. I, I, that, I could, that I could take in a fight? Yeah. 
I don't know. I run away from spiders and and roaches. Cocker spaniel? Maybe. Yeah, probably like a small dog. Man, you know Miss Colleen, 98 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. It, it would have to be like some. You don't like your chances. Terrier. If you had the, if there was a battle uh, for uh, king of the jungle, you wouldn't win. You, you think uh, if you were representing human beings? That's it. I'm done. I'm out. We're all done. That's it. Do not put anything on me. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what animal, what what beast I could. Uh, silverback. I could scrap oh, I'm with. taking the silverback. Silverback gorilla. No question. Are you serious? Really? I got. I got a trophy. Don't they go like 800 pounds or four, so? 400. 400. You okay, I'm put, not as. You bad. try to put four more on there. What would be your What would be your technique? Nah, just jab. I jab. You just jab. Keep him at a distance, like yeah. Ali. He could keep his foes at a I, distance. I, I have to use my quickness because I know once he catch hold of me. Yeah. yeah, that's it. You're out. Like Kevin Hart. You want to go night night? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go night night? <laughs> so, yeah. I would combo the heck out of him. I bet you I could take a nothing a, that flies. How about a panda bear? I could, I could, because a bear that oh, would that would like sound so sad. I know, but on the other hand, if you said like, "What's they a- are so mean," they are. Panda bears are, you know, that's all I, I love. Nat Geo, I know you do. Animal Planet, right? That's the perception. Like, oh, they so cute because they're damn, they're going extinct, right? Oh, they so cute. Try them. If you want to, go out and try a panda bear if you want to. Well, I don't want to. I'm just trying to reach for what beast I could. Don't even reach. Oh I could toil with. Don't, and don't even reach that far. Okay. Well, what what That's, would you what would reach. you give? What would you throw in my direction, Ike? If it was mankind versus all beasts, who would you say, Shaq, you can handle? That? Well, just to see it unfair, I, I like you in a hyena. Ooh. That's a good one. Yeah, I ain't a. <laughs> that seems like really messy, cackling at each other though. while I we fight. A big mess. I want to see it. Yeah, those sharp teeth. I don't want anything. To yeah. Do. Yeah. That's like an incinerator. Uh-uh. Uh, next question is uh, comes from Karen Bonner on Facebook. Which Falcon secondary will we see in 2017? The one that humiliated Tom Brady in the first half of the Super Bowl or the one that got humiliated by Tom Brady in the second half? Ike, let's start with you on that one. See, and that's the problem. But – I do think the Falcons secondary will be a top five secondary in 2017. That's what I do think. I think they're deep enough at the cornerback position. I think the safety position, Keanu, Neil, he's really Your boy. Uh, he 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 really. And they're all young too. Super, super young, probably the youngest. And they loaded up more yeah. in the draft. Not to got, mention got Desmond Trufant, uh, Trufant will be coming just, back. He just signed. Yep. Got DeMonte Casey from San Diego State, a guy I was high on. He's going to battle out with Collins from LSU. Yeah, Jalen Collins, right? Yeah, Yeah. for that third spot. So I like this group as a whole. I think this group in 2007 – I got in my top five for 2017. Now, getting to Miss Karen's question, the second half you got to run the ball for the Falcons offense. And the reason why you run the ball – and we talked about this after the Super Bowl. The reason why you run the ball, you run a clock out for Tom Brady and their offense. So now you get Tom Brady in the offense in the rush position. Every every possession, they're going to make a mistake. But no, on the offensive side, and we always want to talk about the defense. Sometimes your offense can be your best defense. All you got to do is ask the Cowboys. Their offense is their best defense. Why? They don't have their defense on the field. As, as long as their offense is on the field. So what they do, they control the clock. You ran the ball 
pretty well on the New England Patriots in the first half. Even if you got stonewalled, yeah. so what? If you just keep the clock spinning that running. clock, is so what, what you it do? Worked. What you it do? Worked in the first half. But didn't the didn't the Patriots? Correct me if I'm wrong. What the Patriots do? is that they spook other teams so badly that they do things that they wouldn't normally do. You talk about swagging and doing and being yourself. I think the Falcons got away from what they were all season long because, well, we got to get more points because Tom Brady, there's never enough points to to beat Tom Brady. It's it's egos. Hmm. It's it's OC egos. Yeah. And we talk about this all the time. Mr. Offensive Coordinator egos. Like, we're going to win this ball game, and I'm going to make sure Maddie's stats look better than Tom's stats. Instead of saying – Dang, I got me a ring. Mm-hmm. That ring sound way better than that resume. Like we we don't we don't know who's the losers. We don't care about the losers for the Super Bowl. All we talk about is the greatness of the winners in Super Bowls. You had opportunity. Your ego got in the way. You wanted Maddie Ice to have better stats than Tom Brady. So instead of running the ball like how you control the clock in the, you got the twenty eight points by running the ball. Every blue moon, you ask for Julio to become an avatar. And he's going to give you that. But you got in that position 28 points by running the ball. Oh, let's run up the score. They should have ban- They just should have banged Easy. them with Freeman and Coleman. Easy. And they're the Super Bowl Easy. champs. But they are not. Right there. And it is not a coincidence. It certainly can't be at this point. It is a, an ugly trend. The Denver Broncos from 49 into 50 are sort of the exception that proves the rule. If you're a Super Bowl runner-up, things don't tend to go your way the following season. The Wolf Will the Falcons buck this trend? Oh, that's a great question. I don't think they win the division. I think Carolina really? comes back, but Ike, we've previously talked about, you know he thinks the Buccaneers get it in 2017. How yeah. so you? Well, I think that staying on the Falcons secondary, I think they're going to have a tough time because of the way that the division has shaped up and all of the teams there. I mean, the Buccaneers, they brought in Deshaun Jackson and they drafted O.J. Howard. And then you have Christian McCaffrey now with the Panthers along with Calvin Benjamin, who's massive. And then in New Orleans, they signed Adrian Peterson, and you have uh, Alvin Kamara, who they drafted. So there's a lot of guys that they need to defend, and it's going to be tougher, I think, than last year. I don't think that the Panthers are going to have this blip like they did last year. I think that was a blip. I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, Ryan Stern is next up from Facebook. He says, when you're eating wings, do you go ranch or blue cheese, or does it matter which flavor wing you're eating? That's a good secondary question to that because I could see somebody trying to make a case. The Wolf, I start with you. Blue cheese is disgusting. It's absolutely awful. How could you? You go with ranch. That's incorrect. Ike, I'll allow you to try and uh, redeem. You you go with the Korean style. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you don't have to put anything on them things. Okay, that's kind of true about the yeah, Korean-style wings, but you so both good. happen to be wrong. You want blue cheese. Ew, no, gross. Listen, the Whoa. good people of Buffalo decided to, to show us the potential of blue cheese, and it is, in fact, limitless or limited only by your own imagination. Since the good people of Buffalo said, hey, dip these fried chickens into the blue cheese and made them sing, then people said, oh, how about on a burger? How about on this? How about Ew. on that? Oh, that, it ruins everything. You, don't like blue fuck. cheese. Oh, Disgusting. Hey, M-A-V. I ate it. M-A-V, where you find him at? Where, 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 did, where, where did you find Shaq at? 
Oh, know. my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> in Buffalo. In the making sense factory. That's where I was. <laughs> That's where you found me. Um, next question uh, comes to us from – oh, this is kind of a fun one for a uh, former Steeler. Paul Milligan asks uh, here on Facebook, we all know that the Jenga theory, which my Jenga theory is, that in the 21st century every team's going to have injuries. The key is to not lose the wrong guy because if you do, the whole thing will implode. Generally, we don't apply the Jenga theory to quarterbacks because all teams need their starting quarterback. Right. What would the Steelers go, though, Ike, if Ben Roethlisberger wasn't there? What if they had to roll with Josh Dobbs or Landry Jones in uh, – let's just go back to 2016. What? How much worse off would they be if they had Landry Jones for 16 games? I like Landry. All right. Well, what would their record be? 10-6. You really think they could get the double really? digits of Landry Jones last like, year? We, huh. we – and we keep we keep when you just when you just a substitute teacher it is it, you can only be as good as the reps you can get yeah you don't so, have you're, you you don't yeah. have the chemistry with the class yet quarterbacks have to get in a rhythm so you let you give Landry 16 games and with the weapons the Pittsburgh Steelers have I think Landry would do a. I guess he wasn't terrible against the Patriots. No, he, I don't know. He 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 wasn't like I I I, I mean I don't. He know. definitely wasn't. But we we keep talking about substitutes. There's only five good quarter, six good quarterbacks in the league consistently, and all on one Super Bowl. They just keep rotating each other. After that, I go up to nine. Mm-hmm. I go up to ten. In fact, I yeah. counted them up, and it's ten. Tom Brady, one. Aaron Rodgers, two. Yep. Uh, Russell Wilson, three. A playoff Eli Manning. A playoff because he beat I who him. in both I Super Bowls. Him in that. Okay. okay, that's four. Who did he beat in both Super Bowls? I know who. Who? Tell me. Tom Brady. Am I right about that? Yeah, that sounds about right. D- okay, good. All right. Ben Roethlisberger. That's five. Drew Brees. That's six. Okay. That's six. But then I'll go beyond that. Phil Rivers. No, bro. I'm talking about Super Bowl. Derek like, Carr. Nope. Them boys rotate. I. Them boys rotate Super wow. Bowls. Them six guys rotate Super Bowls. Them six franchises rotate Super Bowls. Nobody else what a, does. What about playoff Joe Flacco? Oh no, no, no! Let's not get crazy. With what you get a you get a playoff Eli Manning in there? Look, he did it twice. He got hot once. Joe Flacco got hot for a he month, and he, he always shows up. I'm not saying he should be in there, but I'm advocating for the no. playoff version no, of a certain it. quarterback. He only count. Okay. Matt Ryan. Nope. <laughs> Cam Newton. Got to throw Cam in there, right? Wow, Didn't this club win. is exclusive. It, when you go VIP, Ike's a VIP, tough critic. I know. Than I VIP am is very exclusive. Everybody can't be VIP status. <laughs> like when it's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, really Tom Brady by himself. Then you got Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben, and all them guys. They can have their own little section together. But Tom is by himself. Hey, Ike, I'm coming to such and such club. I need my VIP. Tom, I got you. You're by yourself. Know who you bring it? All right, cool. Everybody else. Okay, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. Not Andrew Big Luck. Ben. I'm just throwing out names of guys what? who are – Andrew Luck. That's what? what you basically did to me with what? Flacco. What he did? <laughs> <laughs> Flacco is not belong Andrew ranked Luck. in the top no tier. No way. Joe Flacco does not belong in the in, – in I'm a, not saying he does. A top tier of quarterbacks. We have a lot of potential for Andrew Luck. A lot of potential. Getting pretty deep into his career to still be talking about the potential that the guy has, right? My point exactly. Yep, yeah. I agree with you. Um <laughs> All right. What's uh, what? What? Uh, what say you? What? Uh, what? Next Father's Day is here? coming up, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Here's that's a good one. Zach Eisen and Facebook says, "What's a good Father's Day present to give out?" 
Ike, I guess this is for you and me. Yeah. What do you get for your old man there, the wolf? I feel like dads are the hardest people to shop for because they never want anything. True. But I got uh, my dad a hammock two years ago. Oh, that's great. And he, I mean, it's like the best gift ever. He constantly sends me pictures of himself in the hammock in the backyard. Yeah. And whenever I go there, yeah, he's swagging in that hammock. Yeah. Yeah. Great gift. Ike, what's a good uh, Father's Day gift? Give me two of you. To, you mean you want Ivan, your son, nope. to duplicate? Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Nah, next for, for, for Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> a tie. Yeah, for Father's Day. A necktie. Man, it's hard, man. Just uh, honestly, and I don't even ask for breakfast, but, man, just give me, give me, a, give me an egg sandwich and some grits. Oh. I like it. You know what? A, a, a nice egg sandwich. I know your position on grits. I just don't get grits. I, I don't know what they—they're they, just nothing. They're just fillers. Is all they Delicious. do. They, they don't man. have a flavor. So I told you like last week, man. Went yeah. by mama house, my mama house, man, and she had fried chicken, grits, buttermilk biscuits. That sounds so good for breakfast. <laughs> I said, Ma, you know, uh, you know, I'm full for two days, right? <laughs> Roddy White. Roddy White has been in the news this week because he and Mike Vick were just retired. They just signed a one-day contract and retired with the Falcons. His uh, mom and grandmother and great-grandmother all under one roof. I met all those women once really? on a Thursday night football game. We all stood on the sidelines. It was a great time. It was really, they're all all three. Uh, Very soulful people. Yeah, yeah oh really God, great. That's awesome. But I, I was asking about what Roddy likes when he's at home. His uh, His grandmother makes bacon and sausage. Bruh. For breakfast, I love that. Ooh. I love that move. Like, what? What does he like? Which kind of breakfast meat? He likes yep. them all, so I make them all for him. Ed Wolf does that too. Is that true? Yeah, Man, that's a my, great move. My mama, when my son comes, not when I come, when my son come, when her grandbaby come, it don't matter if she went to bed at five, six o'clock. He calling me mom. He say me mom. He talking third person. Me mom, I've been hungry. She get up and she cook. <laughs> The whole spread. And me and my two sisters looking at each other like, really? and we, we ain't never get this. <laughs> Ivan's hungry. Yeah. We ain't never get this. Me and my Ivan hungry. That's amazing. She get the whole me breakfast my. spread. It's crazy. All right. Can I do that too if I'm in the area? Yeah. yeah me you visitor? Me ma. You know, you know. Check Dave's hungry. hungry. <laughs> Dave wants some of that. You, you know, grandparents, you know, that's, that's something they feel good about doing is cooking. Like, yeah. Dang, my grandkids and my kids, they enjoy my cooking. It is a weird thing that I've now reached in my life is I used to always be struck by my grandmother. Grammy used to always compliment me on, on being a good eater. And then oh, I got yeah. to, I was like, "What is that? A, is that a great deed to eat a lot of food?" They're but now I find myself They're telling my kids, "Like, good for you! You're eating your food." They do appreciate. They appreciate it. That's Especially if they cooked it. <laughs> Jordan Lane on Facebook says, "I think the best defense is the 2012 to the present Seattle Seahawks." But Dave, I know you're a big Steelers fan, so you would say the Steel Curtain of the 70s is the best. If the best defensive 70s Steelers team played the 2013 Seahawks team which I think is the Seahawks' best defensive team, who would come out on top? That's a weird one. I, I Miss Emma, that's a- can you pull up this stat for me? The 2008 Pittsburgh still. Ike's defense. very proud of that defensive unit, except – 2008. I know, but the the, the asterisk mm. – well, it's not an asterisk because mm. you guys won the game, but mm. you almost lost to Larry Fitzgerald. I almost never counted. You're right. 
You can't almost pay a bill. What's the best defense you've seen there, the Wolf? You were you were in Philly. You were a young guy. You were a young person Ooh, at the time. But I do you was. remember Reggie White and Jerome Brown and that gang? That that was like the first time I fell in love with a defense. I mean, watching them, I was little. I was young, but that's what I remember was that was the the ultimate. They they were so good together, and they just changed the game when they were on the field together. Well, was it Clyde Simmons? It was Andre Waters. Yeah, yeah. From a secondary standpoint. Brian Dawkins. Oh, Dawkins is awesome. Al Harris, Bobby Taylor, Troy Vincent. That's when they had three big corners. Mm -hmm. Mm. Oh, them boys was like 6'1", 6'2", three big corners. It was like, what in the world do Philly have going on at this cornerback position? Because them boys 6'1", 6'2", will thump, run, and had nothing but attitude sitting back there. And it all started with B-Dawkins. Oh my God! I I, I hate to say it because uh, you start to question with the with the me being a Steelers fan, but that 2000 Ravens defense was not jive when they couldn't At score. All. They yeah. couldn't score a touchdown for a month, and they were still winning games. And then they basically just shut down everybody in the playoffs and won they a were Super so Bowl. Scary. To I'm go waiting up on Miss Emma. As soon as, soon as Miss Emma give me what these stats, what are you stats? looking for? I mean, I think the Blitzburg '94 um, Steelers were were pretty nasty. What the statistical stats for the Pittsburgh Steelers defense? You got 51 sacks, 20 interceptions. What were the points per game? Thirteen point nine points per game. I I mean those the the this decade's Seahawks in an era of more points than you've ever seen in the NFL. What they are is like we've talked about philosophically. They don't just necessarily just shut you down and don't right. let you move, but they do turn you over, and that's what you have to do in the twenty first century. The Seahawks rank. I think they're. I would say they're one of the four or five best defenses I've seen. Um, I think I, so. But you know I. I I, I call me a homer, but I'm going to go with the uh, with the Steelers. A couple of additions. The not I know I'm not, I'm not trying to upset you, Ike, but that '94 Blitzburg gang with Greg Lloyd and Kevin uh, Green and we, Rod we, Woodson. We did we did the statistical stat in 2008, and we became Blitzburg in 2005, and we both won championships. I don't think they won a championship in '94, huh? True. You can't argue with that. True enough. Yeah, no. Uh, Stan, they got taken down by uh, Stan Humphreys and the, and the mighty San Diego Chargers <laughs> in Three River Stadium. All right. Um, <laughs> next question. Dominic Rocca says uh, from Facebook, it's a game of life question. He says, what, uh, what times in any of your lives have you paused and said, you know what? This is great. The Wolf. Oh, my God. I I feel like I do it all the time. Unironically, this, you know what? We're I we you know, we went to a Dodgers game Ike uh last week and yeah. you know, I declared unironically a couple I always when you're midweek and you're sitting in a ballpark and you're drinking a beer and most people are at work, you're officially beating life at that point. Yeah, I I always do that. I'll say this is it. We're, we're we're having a drink under the light of day. Can't get better than that. I I mean living in Santa Monica is so much fun. I'm like 12 blocks from the beach. It's nice every day. Growing up in Philadelphia, it's not nice every day. It's either really cold or really hot. Yeah. And so Every single day, I'm like, I can't believe, and I and I get to work at NFL Network. I say, like, you really know, nice. I say it all the time, and it's uh, maybe cheesy, but it, it, it for me, I tell my kids all the time, what what do you want to do for your birthday? What do you want? Where, where should we go eat dinner? What should we go do? I, I hanging out with you is all is yeah. my choice. I, you know, I'm cheating life if I'm getting to hang out with uh, with you little people, uh, finer than just about any grown up. I'm with my dogs. Yeah, yeah. But then again, I've had the experiences too of getting to <laughs> sit with. I mean, legitimately too. I, I I don't swoon. I'm not. I, I I'm not 
nervous talking to pro football players. I do right. get nervous talking to comedian types, but because do you, know, you really? I get nervous when when it's like when when, when you're like what happens. I, it's just a hard balance of if I'm, especially if I'm interviewing them, you are letting that you're trying to facilitate them telling you stuff. But I also want to sneak in because I'm vain. Like, I want you to know that I can be funny if I have to be. But finding that balance, <laughs> that makes me nervous. Football guys, I just like to, but it, I mean, it's cheating life that uh, I've won. I grew up and I was VHSing. I was uh, David Letterman at night, and then I'd wake up in the morning and watch that. I got to write on a late night show. Yeah. And uh, oh, when I wasn't watching that, I was watching sports. Growing up all around Pittsburgh, watching them all. I get to talk about sports for a living. That's uh, that that those are the great things. Uh, aside from the little ones at home, Ike, how say you? Life is good. It's all good for you. Yeah, like Ike, Ike has yeah. a sunny life, disposition. Life I is heard. good. Like just learning over the past six, seven years and just hanging around a lot of elderly people, like a lot of successful elderly people and me going to the cigar bar and just listening to their stories and me trading stories with them, waking up in the morning is a beautiful thing. And they tell me that every day, like don't take for granted waking up in the morning. Like even though you might wake up in the morning with a headache, you might be tired, some days might feel better than others. Like, your eyes are open. So it's a new day, new opportunity. Do you get – are you at all concerned? How much uh, introspection have you done about the fact that you're 35 and you've done a whole lot – you've done five lifetimes worth of living in your 37 years. Uh, do you ever think about – because I legitimately could imagine, like, I have had in my life 70,000 people on their feet cheering wildly because of something I just did – and then at some point when you're 58 and, you know, people aren't doing that anymore, does that concern you what's going to give you satisfaction in as, the second half of your life? As a professional, former professional athlete, I've done everything I wanted to do as an athlete. Now, as a analyst, this is my third year. So this is supposed to be my breakout season. This is how hey. I think. This is how I feel. This is my second life. So my son and I, we watch these YouTube videos of kids who just had surgery and they're coming off this anesthesia. And, you know, they still kind of loopy. You know, kids who might break the arm, they're in the hospital. Uh-huh. And this one kid, we, we watch him every day. He say, life is good. <laughs> he, he's still loopy. He's like, life is good. <laughs> I'm like, what, what, did you, what, what did you do? I broke my arm. But it was good. <laughs> why do I have a pink cast on me? And he's just loopy talking, loopy talking. So he's he's nothing but like 12 years old. Me and my homeboy Rocco went to Dubai. <laughs> I got I to gotta search this <laughs> I gotta video. I got to see it. What y'all doing in Dubai? And he's talking to his mom. Man, we had a whole lot of girls. <laughs> she was like, who's Rocco? You don't know Rocco, mama? Rocco, my homeboy. <laughs> but all he kept saying is, life is good. <laughs> so that's how I feel when I wake up. In I the think morning. we have a new drop, uh, MOVP. Oh, that's life perfect. Is, life good. is good.
Now let's uh, talk about uh, over undies and presented, of course, by me undies. You've perfected your wardrobe, but what about the stuff not everyone gets to see? Me undies is now offering you 20% off your first pair, but you need to use the special URL, meundies.com slash DDFP, and get 20%, like I said, off that first pair. Here's our question for today. Me are over undies. Mike Vick is officially retired as an Atlanta Falcon as of this week, and Roddy White, too. He, of course, Mike Vick, Hold on. was – uh-oh. Mike's taking calls. That's, that's exciting, see? Uh, this must be somebody good. I wonder who this could be. All right, you and me are going to tackle okay. this one on our own. All right. Uh, the Wolf. Mike Vick, as you saw, retired. He is, of course, the number one overall draft pick from 2001. You remember mm-hmm. Virginia Tech giving yep. a game yeah. to Florida State a, for a little while there in the Sugar Bowl mm-hmm. before he got drafted by those Falcons. Went on to go to four Pro Bowls over Undy nine. How many number one overall picks, including Vick, since Ought one have gone on have gone to at least one Pro Bowl? Over Undy nine. How many number one overall picks, including Vick, have played in at least one Pro Bowl? Ooh. So two thousand and one. So that's what 50, 16 years now. Sixteen years. What was the worth. question? Number uh, since uh, two thousand and one. Uh-huh. How many first overall picks appeared in at least one Pro Bowl? At least one. Yeah. Since 2001? Since 2016 season, so there would be 16 um, players I'll eligible go, for this. So did they actually play in it? I don't I think they get selected. Uh, I'm going to say seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the under. It is over. It's 11. No Jameis, Jadavian Clowney, Luck, Cam, uh, yeah. Matt Stafford, Jake Long's been in f- – that's the crazy thing is – how many they've been to. Cam Newton's only been to three. Jake Long's been to four. Wow. Mario, he's retired now. Mario Williams, four. Alex Smith, two. Eli, four. Carson Palmer and Mike Vick went to four himself, like we mentioned. That I got to nice. gotta get ready for TA. All right. But at the same time, since we're talking about Pro Bowls, Joe Thomas has been to the Pro Bowl ten times. Yeah. He's been in the league. Time. What do you think of him? I've heard mixed opinions on Joe really? Thomas. Is he is he the gold standard at left tackle in your book? Yeah, I hear say because some people will tell you it's Jason Peters. I mean, it, Jason Peters though ten times. Like I've been in the league for ten years. I've been to the Pro Bowl ten times. No, it's obviously it's remarkable. You know what I'm saying? So I remember Coach Tomlin used to pull up on the board like when we played uh, Cleveland. He was the bright spot. He used to tell. Uh, Debo, and he used to tell Lamar, and he used to tell uh, Jaron, hey, they got a grown man on the left side, our right side now. Y'all can play around if y'all want to. Y'all going to be fighting for this sack. So you need to go in the other corner to get this sack. Like Joe, Joe is a, a straight technician. Te- technician. Man. If nothing else, he's very funny that, in he social funny. media. Yeah. That he deserves credit for that at least. Before you run off, like okay. uh, I well, we'll save this one for another time. Uh, okay. Somebody asked sure? for some good Bill Cower stories, but uh, this is a, a pretty quick one here from I think it's Dan Pepico. This oh, that's a hard name. It's it looks like it's in uh, I don't even know what language that is. What what is that uh, Greek? Oh, yeah. that's Pepco? Pepco. Pepco? Pepco. Anywho, you get to create an expansion Uh-oh. team. We'll start with Ike, and then he'll depart. But uh, the Wolf, you uh, ruminate on this, too. Okay. You get to start an expansion team. What sport, city, 
nickname and colors do you go with? Ike, I'm going to start with you. We know mine are orange and black. I love orange and black together. I'm going. Unless I'm in Pittsburgh, then you'd have to do black and gold. I'm going with football as my sport. Okay. I'm going with black and purple. Black and purple. Ike Taylor, do you Whoa. know who wears black and purple? Nope. This is this is why I'm going black and purple. Okay. I love the Joker. <laughs> That's right. Joker is my favorite villain. So I got to go with his – or I can go purple and yellow. Let's go purple and yellow. Purple and yellow. And, you know, you could go with the villains so I'm or go, the ne'er-do-wells. I'm, I'm going to go with – the and our name is going to be Jokers. The Jokers, and oh, what joke. city do you do you set up shop? Jokers. The Jokers. Yes. <laughs> J O K A S. Where do Jokers. you think it would be fun to set this team up? Oh man, you you come in. It's only right if I put you in the city of South Dakota. Ah, Pierre. South Dakota. <laughs> Just get the South. South Dakota. <laughs> South Dakota Jokers playing in their purple and yellow uniforms. I like it. But when you when you come into town, it's like oh. And it's a football team. No question. Yeah, it would be cold. Who wants to go up there to play the purple and uh, purple and yellow Jokers? There no. No joke, no joke. No joke coming up there. No joke. I can see the headlines already. Great stuff, Ike oh, Taylor. I- That's awesome. <laughs> Go be on Total Access, Ike Taylor. He said he's Thank in his you. third Thank season. You. He has achieved what he uh, already. That we're we're months away from the season starting, and already he has uh, he has lived up to what he has uh, said he wants to be, which is a star. Not yet. This is it. No, this is not the year. Yet. This is your breakout year. I appreciate that you always are working to get better. Not unlike Sidney Crosby, everything always working God. on it, trying to get better. Don't roll eyes. The it's, I know, I know. I, I it's he is still the best. within the time period that you need to Sid the kid celebrate. Sid the kid is the best. Sid, player Sid in the, the world. kid is Good. probably the the most graceful list ice skater I've ever seen Gracefulest. on ice. Is that a word? Graceful. If you mean now. that he is graceful, well, the Very. answer to that is Lemieux. That I mean, that really uh, is the answer. Or, or, I think, or I think, me. I think you can. Uh, yeah, we forgot. The Ms. wolf Carmen. is a figure yeah, skater. That's right. I forgot. I forgot. We need a talent show here at the DDFP <gasps> talent show. Okay, Ike. That's a great idea. You go. You. Have and a the good Wolf. show. Thank you, Mr. Now Wolf it's uh, great stuff, Ike Taylor. Uh, okay. There he goes. Make sure you check him out. Total Access, Top 100 Reaction Show, and beyond. As good as it gets in the business, he's the black and gold standard in uh, sports broadcasting in my book. Uh, the Wolf, how okay. say you? Expansion team, sports city, nickname, colors. Okay. So I am going to do – I went with this. I'm going to take you. I'm going to break it down the exact way that I decided. So first, I already went with Kelly Green and white because that's my favorite Eagles okay. iteration of their uniform. I'm sad that they don't go back to it. They need to. I thought that was the rumor two years ago. Yeah, Why are they it doing was. that already? I don't know. I think it was like Chip Kelly is the coach and let's go Kelly Green and it all made sense. But no, they're still Midnight Green. So Kelly Green and then I'm going to go to Sea Isle City, New Jersey. <laughs> Because that's where I spent all my summers growing up, and that's where I would love to spend more summers. It's, like, very nostalgic. I've been to Sea Isle. You have? Sure. Okay, so it would be, like, a a traveling team that would probably go to maybe Avalon, maybe Stone Harbor, like, Sea Isle, that whole contingent there. It would be baseball because that's summer. And I'm still – I feel like I need to workshop a name here. The name would be tough because – 
I'm thinking I'm sticking with the shore theme. Yeah, I think you want to go. I think you want to go something aquatic or or like beach a, balls, like a sea monster, sea like uh, definitely not a like a sea dragon, sea. What's a good sea beast? Orcas, the sharks. Orcas, the white killer whales. No yeah. sharks. There are no sharks. Oh, in what about the, the hammerheads? Right are there on. hammer? Oh, that's very good. Hammerheads. That's are the hammerheads something that you would see in Sea Isle potentially? Probably not. Only in my nightmares. Yeah, yeah. Maybe could you take a hammerhead in a fight? Uh, yeah. I think they don't bite. I don't think. Really? Ooh, yeah. that's a good one to defeat. Then maybe Adamashekel take on a hammerhead. Yeah, if I, I have to think fight that's correct. Might need to fact check that. Um, probably one provoked. Right. But I you're think... supposed to punch them in the nose. Right. Sharks. The it's funny the things that you know from watching movies and TV. I, I, <laughs> we're all legal experts because of uh, because of LA law and uh-huh. law and order and all those. Yep. We, it, 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 I mean, legitimately, people offer up as you watch these. Uh, I these, just throw around the word egregious now. These con- these congressional hearings, <laughs> everybody's like, oh, I mean, that's uh, that's against the law. What he's doing, you know, there's yeah. there, you know, he's uh, he's not allowed to. That's a felony. What he did. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. You just because you watch Matlock a few times. <laughs> Same thing, and we also know police procedurals. Uh-huh. Way too, we, we, we also know what the what happens inside police headquarters, or at least we Hospitals. all think we do. Yeah, yep. yeah, we think. Yeah, I bet you we all think we could innovate somebody now. Totally from uh, having watched ER for too long. Oh yeah, yeah well, no, no, no. You got to get that tube. You got to get it straight down so they can we start. Gr- bre- we grab these things and just let the shock things charge them up. And oh then go. yeah, that's a good one. Like clear, you know, yeah. you know that's that's a cardinal sin in the ER. You can't be uh-huh. touching like clear. You know, yeah, we could make those things work. <laughs> yeah. All the things we think we could do, <laughs> thanks to TV, that we actually couldn't do. And I think we also think we could defeat. Sharks, because we heard in a movie somewhere that if you punch it on the nose. It's true, though. Based on what? It's true. Because Leonardo I, DiCaprio said it in no, that one bad movie? There was a little girl that beat up. Oh, it was an alligator. Never mind. You can punch an alligator in the nose. That is it's true. It's sharks as well. Is it? But again, I did get Why that on the television. There, there's never a team named the uh, Crocodiles. That would be a good one. I, oh, You know what? Right. I I, there's a whole list of things. First of all, sport. Here's what I'll do. I'll try to make it right because people ask me all the time, why doesn't Pittsburgh have an NBA team? The correct answer is because we don't care to have one. Sure, sure. We we've took a vote some years ago and said, nah, we're, we're no, good. No, thanks. We have more than enough. We don't need, we don't need another team. Mm-hmm. However, let's go ahead and resolve that. NBA, Pittsburgh PA, obviously black and gold uh-huh. to complete, the, uh, to complete that, uh, that circle there. And I'm going to go with a less fortunate creature. I, there are a whole bunch of animals because you want a nasty creature, but you don't want it so Do bad. Do not go with a possum. No, no, no. Not a possum. There are creatures that nobody likes that people just hate. Tapeworms. Ew. <laughs> people don't like. that. like, no, you couldn't name a team rats. Like, people be like, <laughs> what? What are you doing? What about, though, the Pittsburgh piranhas? What about that? That's a good one. That's kind of neat. Uh, it sounds like a little league team. How about the Pittsburgh possums? That's but like the possums, really? Yeah. Possums are so ugly, and then you They're have a mascot pink. running around out there with their nude pink tail, wrapping they... its tail around stuff. You're right. No, no on that one. We're we're killing that piranhas one. Is, is got, piranhas is okay though. Piranhas I, might be good. Yeah, I kind of. Um, I don't know. Anyway, listen, that's enough. Uh, what, 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 uh, <laughs> how, how far have we gone here, MVP? Should we wrap it up, or do you want me to? Uh, do you want us to spitball a couple more? 
Um, that's on you. We're 53 minutes in. 53 minutes. Here's one more question okay. for the Wolf. Okay. I thought this was interesting. Rob Trimble dropped me this. Uh, this, is a, this isn't just a game of life. This is life decision making. Oh. Rob Trimble says, should I leave my job as a follow spot operator? So then uh, before the second part, uh, I had to stop and say, so what is a fellow spot, yeah, well, a follow, fo- follow spot uh, operator? Yeah. He said that it is the guy who, if you're seeing a play or a musical, he's the guy up in the rafters who gets the spotlight to shine to follow. Oh, wow. Should he do that? Should okay. he keep doing that job or move to Vietnam to teach kids English? Oh, move to Vietnam. And teach kids English. That seems like a way more rewarding job. Nah. Don't you think? Nah, I stay with the the doing the light. I don't know. I don't. I I have no wanderlust left in me. I'm too really? old now. I don't. I don't need to travel outside the U.S. ever again. Your whole life is ahead of you. It is. Yeah. I don't think so. Come on. You <laughs> I don't appreciate advantage. that look there, the wolf. Hop- I mean, uh, Emma VP behind the glass. Listen, you, you're gonna hop on a plane. You're gonna quit your job, and you're gonna go teach kids English. In Vietnam? Be, in Vietnam, there's yeah. going to be delicious food. I don't see. I don't really love Vietnamese food all that much. What? Yeah, I don't, I've never gotten crazy for it. French Vietnamese. That's that's all, all right. I I can understand your position on this question then. I mean, that's it's just not for me. I don't know. Going abroad to teach. What was his name? Trimble. Mr. Trimble, yeah, you should definitely go to Vietnam. Rob Trimble says, "Quit Rob. the follow spot operating job." Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I That's would take, my advice. My I would take the advice. wolf's advice. I'm I'm nobody to listen to about uh, what to do with yourself. Look, I look, I look at where. Look. <laughs> well, I think you're doing pretty. Well, good I guess for yourself. I, I was just gonna say, yeah, but that's just dumb luck. No. So, yeah, that's just dumb luck. But the wolf, it is not dumb luck that uh, this went well again because we in Studio 66 with you and Ike Taylor, solid gold is what we had, and uh, keep those questions coming. I can't believe it, Emma VP. We have. We got to maybe like a fifth or or less of the good qu- the questions wow. I vetted in advance, and uh, oh, we didn't get to uh, Nick Ferrero's question. What's the song of Summer Seventeen? Think about that oh, one, the Wolf. That's a good one. Bite your tongue. We got that one. We have so many more to get to. Keep them coming though, because uh, we can never pass have- rushing duos. We'll talk about that like next that time. One. I like the pass rushing duo. Bosa and Ingram, is there better than that? All right, we have a lot to get okay. to. That's the point. We'll talk with you next week. In the meantime, thanks, Tyke Taylor, Colleen Wolf, MOVP, Sully behind the glass as well, Corey Legit, Joe Williams, the list goes on and on. Mr. Trimble. He's in Vietnam. He can't hear you. Oh. All right. Talk to you later. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish, 
Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.